My grandpa's was a man of respect. Had to sweat just to cash checks. Working from sunrise to set. Every day get challenged. No trades are talented. Okay. I'm okay with it. Because I mean, at the end, the last time we did it, it was like, oh, oh my god, yeah. So I think I'm, I think I'm done with it. I'm okay with it. Alright. We've grown out of the Hungering joke. Darkness is an awesome model. What? No. Except for how he looks. Except, except for oh. how he looks. All right. Anyway. <laughs> well, we we can we can get done with that. Welcome back Welcome to, to mistakes. Were... Oh. Yeah, go ahead. No, you do it. It's fine. Mistakes were made. Episode eight. Where we talk about games and new models. Where we will discuss whether it is correct to say the, the American way, beta, or the British way, beta. Well, we're both Americans, so it would be weird if we said it the other way. It would be. But the only podcast that I ever really heard about that was talking about the beta files was the Malifools, and they would always say beta, and I would always chuckle to myself. Not because they're wrong, but because... It's different, and different is sometimes. I don't know. It just made me. It, it put me off. It didn't put me off. Ah, look at this part out. I I really want to just not talk for the until just let you keep digging. At it that was, point, <laughs> I was I was really tempted to just not say anything for like ten minutes. It was humorous. It gave me. It put me in a good humor. Okay. Any new accents on the podcast? No. I mean, I could. Yeah, I know you like doing accents, but you don't have to do an accent. I could, I, I'm not going to because I oh, okay. don't have that skill set. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Heck. Uh, uh, I'm. Yeah, go ahead. Alan, and this I'm, is Rudy. I'm Rudy. Yeah, you don't have to introduce me. They know me. We're done with last right. names too. Fun fact: we're done with last names. Uh, yeah, I got over that quick. Anyway. Uh, so on this episode, we're going to talk about a few games we played. We played against each other, which was cool. We did. Although, we played a game against each other. It's missing. You typed it in. I remember. Uh, no, I, I didn't type it into the master or onto the the uh, doctor, okay. the Google Doc, the show sheet. I've got it on my computer. I've also got it on uh, the beta forums. I've submitted it as a battle report. Yeah, so if you want to follow like along... Drastically changed. Yeah, they did. I want to believe it's because anyway. we played a game on Saturday. Yeah, I'm sure that's the only reason that all those well, models that were broken are less broken. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so we've been playing a lot of beta games. At least I have. I've played three with beta models now. I've played two games and against... both of them involved beta, ga- beta models, yeah. So if you guys aren't familiar with it, uh, they're testing stuff for the next book, uh, book three of M2E. It'll come out, I, I'm assuming, Gen Con. We've got... Probably, yeah. There's a sub form on the weird boards. Yep. I can't imagine they would change that. But uh, it it's going to have a campaign system. Sorry, go ahead. Yes, it's only six weeks long, so... We've, we both participated in the first and second betas for Wave 1 and 2 of Malifaux M2E and are going to participate in this one, I guess, as well. I mean, it's what if you we want, like to do. Like, I enjoy it. If you, if you are a fan of the game of Malifaux and you are fairly experienced with the game of Malifaux or even not super experienced with the game of Malifaux and you want to have the ability to help shape the game that you like, 
this is the best way to do it. Like, the, by playing games, by breaking models, by bringing things that are underpowered and then showing how they're underpowered in in the forum, that is the number one way yeah. that you can actually have a direct effect on the game that we play. So, play some games. It's only six weeks, so... And it gets updated every week. Uh, I think they're doing it on Tuesdays this time. Mm-hmm. I don't also, last time. Also, it, so. it was Tuesdays. It's always been Tuesdays. Because they were ready for Malifaux Wednesday, I was always remembering that. Um... Another important thing, and this is something that always has to get reiterated at the beginning of every beta, um, if you're gonna, if you want to have intellectual discussions about models and things, uh, there are two things. One, you want to be doing them on the forums, not on the weird place. Although you can go there to talk about stuff, but if you wanted to, like the people who are actively reviewing. Um, data be- beta information mm-hmm. yeah. uh, they're on the floor looking at and the second thing is the number one way for game for for game proof to be seen and heard is by putting it into the form of a battle report looking at a model and talking about how how you think it will perform or what role you think it will take is is fine uh, but the number one thing is saying here's what it did on turn two I was super unimpressed. Here's what it did on turn three. That completely turned the game, and I didn't even have a very good hand. Here we are on turn then, four, where the emissary attacks six times and kills three models. Yeah, and then the other thing to note on that is if you don't feel comfortable posting your battle reports because you feel like you're not very good at writing them or you might have made a bunch of mistakes, you can always submit them directly to Justin. I know he did that for the last one. Uh, so that he can get the data and give it to his team, even if it's not going out to the general public. Yeah. Because it can be intimidating. Because you'd be like, uh, maybe you're not very good at spelling. Or yeah. you just, you know, <clears throat> don't want to deal with answering questions about, well, why'd you do that dumb thing? Yeah. <laughs> it is the internet. Cool. I don't know how actually do that. It's very cool of Justin. Yeah, I remember he said it. Yeah. Because I know that, yeah. He does. I, I remember last beta. He did. I don't, don't think there's any. I don't think there's any indication of it. But I'm sure he would prefer to get them that way than not see them at all. So anyway, so this week we'll talk about our beta games. I tried it. It didn't. It didn't feel right. This week we'll talk about our beta games, um, uh, and then we're gonna have a quick discussion about the things that are in the beta for the factions that we play and what inside of those things are things that we're excited about. Uh, models we're excited to play. Uh, maybe new concepts, uh, maybe n- new sort of potential fluff uh, for for the characters that we're seeing coming down the pike, uh, and hopefully that will be uh, fun and entertaining. I'm I'm super excited about a ton of these models. Yeah, there's some fun stuff. Anyway, my first game. <laughs> oh yeah, good transition. We'll <laughs> talk about. Yeah, I mean the first game here actually had a ton of beta models, and I was playing against. Josh, I'm 90% sure. Yeah, I wrote it down. Yes. Josh at Flatlands last Wednesday. This was the day after it all got posted, so it was real fresh. Uh, We both played Outcasts. We were playing Extraction. The scheme pool was Vendetta, Murder Protege, Breakthrough, Protect Territory, and Line in the Sand. I brought Leviticus, very first game with him. He's not painted completely, but I had him based and wanted to try him out. 
it's probably a little rough trying to new master in a beta because not only are you learning a new model, everyone's there's a ton of new stuff, and Josh demonstrated this to me by playing a crew that was had only one model that uh, is actually in print. He played Jackdaw with the Hodgepodge Emissary, which is the Outcast Emissary, uh, which, if you guys don't know, there's going to be seven new 50 mil big showcase models. Uh, they're called Emissaries, one for each faction. Uh, they're kind of taking the place of avatars in the base game. Yeah, so at if least you have in avatars, you can yeah. use them as proxies. Yeah, and then uh, <coughs> uh, they're all really cool. They all have zero cost upgrades for every master in the factions there. So you get to bring those to the master that you're playing. There's also uh, one general perfection as well, which is... Yeah, you have one in case you don't like the other one, or you just want to try it with something else. I'm sure for henchman games, if you want to play them, stuff like that. Uh, he brought... Then he brought a bunch of the... the Boondoggle 7, which I think that's not going to be the actual name, but I'm not sure. Anyway, I, th I think I is the name of their band. Might be a temporary name, but we'll see if it sticks. Uh, he brought... This is rough, because obviously I was playing new models, he was playing brand new stuff, but I'm pretty sure he played Pride, which is... Oh, man. Uh, these, are, these are all in different factions as part of it. They're all mercenaries. Which is how he brought them all with Jaw, with Jackdaw. Yeah. So he played Pride, who I don't remember what faction Pride is from. Oh no, I do. He's from uh, he's the Outcast one. Sloth, who is the Rezzer one. Gluttony, I don't remember. And Greed, which I also don't remember. <laughs> they since they're mercenaries, you can bring them with any faction. And I was having enough trouble playing my own models that I wasn't too worried about his models. Yeah, which came up in our game. Uh, I played, as I said, uh, Leviticus, and this was a list I I haven't really put a ton of thought in Leviticus, and I just grabbed the models and went that day and just really didn't think about it and suffered for it. <laughs> so my crew was Leviticus with Rusty. She had the summon upgrades. Uh, Johan, I brought Big Jake, who is a beta outcast model. Big Jake. Uh, the I brought an abomination, two waifs, Sorry, hold a librarian, and, and a trapper. Yeah, keep going. I'm I'm lagging behind you just a little bit because I'm downloading the beta information right now. Ah, okay. You haven't downloaded yet. Well, I'm not on this computer. I did it on my laptop. Okay. Well, yeah. So that was my crew and his crew. We played extraction. Like I said, it was ridiculous. The game was very long. Obviously, we're all playing new stuff. Uh. It made me kind of reconsider playing Leviticus for a little while, at least until we get through the beta, maybe. Just because right. he's a confusing enough master to learn without a bunch of new stuff. Uh, t -t -t rather than do like a turn-by-turn, -turn, I just sort of wrote a general thoughts afterwards on this one. Greed uh, is in guild. Uh, yes, and gluttony is the one we're looking for. Gluttony's in uh, 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 Gremlins. Ah, okay. So, some of my big mistakes were uh, forgetting about taking two damage for positive flips on Leviticus. I didn't do this a couple turns, and it would have been awesome. 
I mean, basically, the game ended up with him sort of taking over one half of the board and me sort of counter spinning around him using Johan and the Trapper as distractions just to keep him from pushing up the field. Uh, I had taken Murder Protege on the Emissary, which I thought might be doable, but ended up being extremely difficult as they are very tough. And Breakthrough... Yeah, they got a great stat line, and they also have healing. (laughs) Also, and I took Breakthrough because I like trying to do it, and I figured with Leviticus Leviticus being able to jump in and out with Big Jake being able to uh, do his... uh, He can interact while engaged. He's a six-stone model who can be an anchor point, so I thought that might be a good one. Jesus. I really really didn't know what I was doing. Anyway. Yeah. He has... If you don't... The Boondoggle 7 are crazy with their auras and... Jack, I was throwing curses out there, so I felt like every turn I discarded about three or four cards just to they not the, uh, get slow and paralyzed or die. Hello? You're kind of lagging, Rudy. You there? Uh-oh. Anyway, I'm just going to keep talking, even though it's probably not recording. Uh, so, like I said, I didn't do the positive for attacks with the two damage for Leviticus. I, I general, I don't think I was aggressive enough with him. I think he could have done a lot more work, but I was being kind of bashful, as I didn't want to look like an idiot. I should have brought Hans. I didn't know I was playing against Dob, but if I had Hans, it would have been awesome, because I could have been shooting off upgrades. So, let's check out what's on Facebook. This is where I should be singing. But I'm back. Sorry, I'm back. Good songs. I'm back. You missed me. I was singing uh, by Queen. If that is true, I will hear it. Yeah, I know. I was still alive. So I kept talking for a few minutes, and I just was like, I should probably just wait, because I didn't know if I was actually recording. No, no. It'll definitely it'll definitely be on, on the YouTube. Good. Good. That way Later. people will know that in posterity of me talking without you there, yeah. occasionally saying, Rudy, are you there? Nope. And then continuing to talk, and then realizing <laughs> I should stop, and then talking to my girlfriend. So I cannot wait to hear that part. That'll be saved for posterity. Uh, you should probably edit it out. I tried to make a blooper reel, but it was it was proving to be more hassle than it was worth, so I gave up. Yeah, that's probably probably smart. So I was going over. I if we're going to continue, I guess we can just. Yeah, go ahead and just pick up where you left off. Uh, I'm going to jump back just a wee bit so that you can edit out me going, Rudy, are you there? Like five times. I can just cut that, <laughs> I can just cut that out with from that just that bit. But yeah, maybe it'll be yeah, good for me to hear what you have said. So that I can yeah, kind of so you can that. respond. So my, like I, said, I was saying, my mistakes, I didn't want to go through the whole turn by turn just because it was so ridiculous in terms of his auras and what model was doing what, and I couldn't figure it out. Needless to say, Sloth is a, was really good in the tar pit. Uh, my biggest mistakes were not being aggressive enough with Leviticus and his wounds. I didn't yeah. do the damage for positive flips nearly as many times as I should. I sort of caught on to it a little later and started doing it more. Just not pushing him up enough. He could have probably done a lot more work and then yeah. died and popped back up. But I wanted to... I kept focusing on resummoning the waves. Uh at the end of his activations where instead I could have 
or I could have resummoned them up the field where they weren't near an anchor and just either they're going to kill it or it's going to sit there and be annoying or be able to move back to an anchor point later. Yeah. Would have been fine. Instead, I was trying to keep them back farther. Plus, it's six inches, and they have to be within six inches, so I could have probably pushed up a little bit more. But he clumped up really strong on one side. Just I did do a really good job with this. Yeah, I did. I did do a really good job with this extraction. I managed to get full points. I pulled the marker away and denied him two, so I only got two for the strat, the whole game. J- big Jake had, has an ability that lets him count for two models because he's big. I don't actually know why he <laughs> counts for two, but uh, for for strat purposes, so he's really good at extraction. Because <laughs> he get you big a, Jake. He, he can get you a point by himself, or he can team up with people to make it really easy to move that marker. If you uh, distract Big Jake, does he count as two distract targets? No, because it's only for strategies, not schemes. Oh, okay. He only counts double. I was, we, I was funny because I was, I was wondering about Headhunter if he's... Does he drop two heads? Does he drop two I heads? <laughs> he does not drop two heads. Uh, that'd be pretty funny. But if he claims a head, does he count for two? No, he doesn't. <laughs> well, it could count for two people getting heads, but it wouldn't actually do anything yeah, for the strong one point. Anyway, uh, yeah, so not being aggressive with Lovey is definitely it. I wish I'd brought Hans. He was playing Daw. I didn't know that, so I would have been able to shoot off some upgrades, which would have been awesome. Not bringing constructs from other factions. I didn't. This is my first game playing Outcast ever, really, so I just was like, I want to play some Outcast that I have. And. I regretted it. There were some models that would have been much better, which we'll learn about in the future. Like flash not killing his, not killing his stuff quickly enough. I don't know how to remedy that. I think being more aggressive with Levy would have helped. Yeah, but probably. I kind of. I mean, realistically, just, if you can get him to a point where he can be aggressive, he can delete a model a turn. Yeah, and I was I was doing that at the end, but at the beginning it was like rough going. Yeah. Just, and all that stuff's not fun to attack. Like, <laughs> they all have auras that Manipulative are... Manipulative like, or terrifying or... Bum, bum, defensive bum, triggers, bum. all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, yeah so those are my mistakes. I managed to squeak out a bunch of points due to my being able to keep stuff alive longer than it should have been, like Johan and the Trapper were getting cursed and, like, caught in auras, and I was just, like, eking out ways of, like, well... If I deny this one, if I discard for this one, but not this one, I'll only take one point because that one doesn't ignore our, you know, I just managed to keep them alive for enough turns. Sure. Also, I, my, MV, my MVP was one of my A-bombs, which, like, fought off the emissary for two turns somehow and didn't die and kept shutting down zeros, and <laughs> he was really That's awesome. Yeah, shutting down uh, zeros against I'd... those emissaries would be really good. Yeah, it was good. My opponent... Did have a few mistakes. I don't know how many we were. I didn't really catch him, and we talked about it after. And he said he made it like once, but it might have been more than once. Using some of his guys had uh, once per turn abilities, and he used them more than once, or had like uh, obey them to use them. I don't know how many he actually did, but it probably didn't end up making that difference in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could have, but I don't think he did it very much. Uh, so that was the game. It was a good plan with some new stuff. I don't know how much I actually learned playing Levy with it, just because it was so ridiculous in terms of new models. Right, right, right. Have well, it sounds like you were starting. To, it sounds like you were starting to pick him up at the end. Yeah, when I yeah. first saw when I first saw the um, 
when I first saw the beta files, there are a few things that intrigued me. The first one was the emissary, um, mostly because they the emissary uh, the way the the way the master specific things work out is usually they are able to provide something to the master that they don't usually have, um, and in the case of the mysterious effigy and his Kaladi upgrade, he basically has a zero action that lets him place a scheme marker. Or not a scheme marker, a scrap marker. So if you want to play Kaladi, you usually want to be able to make some extra puppets or effigies, or depending on what the, the strategy and schemes are. So like you could potentially not take a marionette put three more stones into your pool or buy like a five stone model or something and then make a scrap and then summon one just so you can still have all four whatever um, and then the last one was the uh, the what is it actually called I've been calling them the never dogs but uh, which are basically the never born guild hounds that have been yeah. corrupted they're called Corrupted Hounds. Which is really cool. They also yes, cost three. Um, so my plan Just was silly. to buy 12 stones worth of mannequins and 12 stones worth of Corrupted Hounds, have 26 stones left in a 20 in a 50-point game, and nine activations to, to begin with. Um, yeah. And then the last model I was really the last model I was really interested in was the Boon Raku, which is a 10 Thunder slash um, uh, Neverborn minion puppet that costs six and has some um, Kaladi synergy as well as some poison synergy and some extra attack action stuff. So I I was prepared to play the Boon Raku and, uh, and use him with uh, some interesting new sort of combos, wombo combos. Uh, so the, the list I ended up playing was Three marionettes, two corrupted hounds, a mysterious emissary with the Kaladi upgrade, a performer, a mannequin, and a boon recruit. It was something like 13 activations. More activations that than I almost like ever have. And then in the first fun. turn, in the first turn, I also summoned an arcane effigy. Yeah. Because yeah, he was playing was Molly pretty, and was ready to clear off um, either uh, the hanged no healing ability or a um, Molly's yeah. you're at a negative twist to everything forever ability. Yeah, That's you kind of want condition removal against Molly. It's good. But Kaladi against Molly is not really... It was a terrible matchup. matchup. <laughs> it's a bad matchup for Especially Kaladi. Especially when I'm like... I remember testing that in the beta and you were playing Kaladi and then I was playing Molly and it was just like every game was like... This would feel like easy mode. Yeah. Well, and, and especially and it when I'm playing a Kaladi... Especially when I'm playing a Kaladi that's like, oh, I've got 13 models and we're playing... Uh, oh, we yeah, were playing yeah. Guard the Stash. So it's like everyone wants to go oh, inside yeah. 10-inch circle, basically, to, to be able to count mm -hmm. for the stash. And it was just like, oh, look, everything has to cluster up in order to get points, so I'm just going to go ahead and uh, summon of the hanged and summon a blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was it was a rough matchup. I, he, he played Molly with Forgotten Path, which is the spirit Molly. He brought... 
a rogue necromancy uh, Datsoba and um, the Hooded Rider, no, the Dead Rider, as well as yeah. some other, just oh, I think some pretty some elite. Hooligans or right. something. He went really elite, yeah. And that's actually what was my downfall. I brought a ton of tiny models that went down really easily, and I didn't bring anything that had any real hoorah yeah. punch. The only thing that had anything like that was my my uh, emissary, which is why instead of sort of staying back and providing scrap for this summoning machine, Kaladi and the emissary were doing a lot of heavy lifting. Kaladi was trying to drop... Like, the, the, the thing that worked out really well that I know I'm going to use going forward is you bring a performer, you bring a mannequin. The mannequin uses magician's assistant. Kaladi... Uh, or, or, and then your dogs, who, or dogs, or marionettes, or whatever, are close to you. Start pitching um, ski markers up the field, and then the performer uses all of her actions to seduce. It's like, boom! That's a three-inch aura of you guys potentially have a negative two willpower yeah. defense duels. Boom! There's another one. And then, if it doesn't work out at the time, Kaladi can be like, "All right, do it again." Boom! There's another proof. Uh, that that worked out. You know what? Really, really you well. Look at What's that? Doing instead, though. What's that? Just play Widow Weaver. <laughs> Just play Widow That's Weaver. That's true, but you could play both of those. Like, I can drop... I can use a... I can use a <laughs> That's terrifying. You're Please at a negative twist to willpower, and you're at a minus <laughs> to your willpower. So it's like negative twist and a, at willpower four. Have fun resisting this. I can definitely make you do what I want you to do. Um, the problem was no. the, hooded, the, the dead rider put me at a negative twist to casting. So if I wanted to make the dead rider do things... I had to focus and do it. And then... Yeah, stubborn. Yeah. And then the other one that was over there was Datsava, who, because this was a casting action, wasn't actually reducing any damage. I think end of turn three, Kaladi was trying to make Datsava kill the Dead Rider. Or, or I think Dats he was trying to make the Datsava attack the Dead Rider and then become paralyzed because of it. Um, but I ended nice. up doing too much damage to her, and she died, and then Kaladi was instant sacrificed because of the regret ability or whatever it is. Way soul. Yeah, that seems rough. And then it was like, well, I've got, you know, a handful of puppets, and my emissary was dead because he focused, like, all of his heavy hitters on it. So he had a I, dead rider. So I scooped. I scooped. I was like, yeah, I'm done. I gotta yeah. go right to work. Um... The emissary, on the other hand, did some amazing stuff. Like, uh, there was a, a summoned Onryo and a rogue necromancy just a little down the field. So I made my emissary charge. He hit the mask trigger, which says, which in last week's stuff says. Yeah, we should point out that we, this was last week. They, the, the weekly updates were when this podcast will come out. It'll be on week two, but we were these few first few games were week one. Yeah. Uh, so the 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 ability just just said specific non-specifically um, take the action again. It doesn't say against the same target. It doesn't say this can't take triggers. So yeah. the emissary charge. He hit the Onryo. I was within range of the rogue necromancy, so I attacked the rogue necromancy. I hit him and I got the trigger again. So I hit the rogue necromancy again, and I missed. Then I took my second charge attack against the Onryo, and I hit the trigger, and I attacked the Rogue Necromancy again. So I got five attacks against two targets for two AP. Uh, it was it was yeah. kind of it was kind of 
Red Donkey Kong. And then the next turn, I also got to, to drop five attacks with with my two general AP. It was pretty. It was pretty solid. Nice. Yeah. No, getting those free attacks is always good. Uh, what else? What else? What else? And that was that Anything was. That? I I lost. Yeah. I mean, I I I locked in points for deliver the message with a dog on turn two. I think. No, it was murder. It was uh, it was frame for murder. I ran a dog yeah. with frame for murder over, and I engaged Molly, and then Dotsaba came around and hit him with a spell and and killed it. And I was like, "That's a henchman. It's turn two. Yay!" Three points. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah, he was going to well, land a nice scoop, and I felt a little bad about it because I did get frustrated. Like I, it was not. It was not my br- my greatest moment. It just shows me how many more games I need to play with Kaladi before I'm good with him. And I do mm-hmm. think it's because I didn't play any Enforcers or Hitchman um, that, yeah. could, that could have some extra punch, like a Widow Weaver or a... Mm-hmm. Also, in my, in my retrospect, I should have obeyed the Dead Rider to attack Dotsuba, because then the Dead Rider would have made an attack on Dotsuba, and Dotsuba would have killed the Dead Rider back. Yeah. That would have been the way to do it. Yeah. Well, the Dotsuba's I mean, ability know. says... The way the Dotsuba ability reads is... Um, the model that kills this model is immediately sacrificed, or something to that effect. Let me see if I can find that. I got my binder right here. Well, yeah, I mean... That seems like a pretty cool trick if it works. I don't know. It's, it's so corner nice. because it's you've got to have a yeah. character. You have to have dots about relatively hurt. Uh, face your sins. After killing this model, the model which killed it must discard two cards if able. Wait, what? Wait a minute. What? <laughs> it doesn't say. It doesn't say or die. That motherfucker. <laughs> or. Yeah, that's uh, pretty silly. Oh my god. What's it? Are you sure this cards. happened? Well, he said you just lost Atsuba, and I did not read the card. I remembered. I remembered that after killing this model, I did not remember that. Wow, that just goes to show. Yeah. Read the whole card every time. Is it on an upgrade? Hold on. No, it's not on an upgrade. I'm gonna feel like a no. It's not an upgrade. Actual, yeah, I feel like an actual tit. Okay, well, <laughs> I probably still could have been fine because I didn't have any cards in hand anyway. Obviously. Well, you don't uh, have to discard. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have the ability to discard, so I would have had to anyway. So yeah, that would have been sweet. That would have been totally, I totally changed for no reason. I probably yeah, well, yeah. There's a mistake. There's my mistake. My biggest mistake was uh, not looking at the card and. Presuming, assuming he—it was his first game with Molly too. So I was actually sort of he his yeah. very first turn of the very first his very first AP in the very first turn was I'll use this thirteen of crows to summon a hanged and I was like ah you should he's like does it come in a half loon so I was like ah you should ah, you should probably look at that <laughs> yeah hmm and then when he got off the board he's like I'll summon a hanged and I was like I am shocked that that is what's happening right now. Yeah. Oh man. Well, it reminds me a lot of my game I just played earlier tonight at Flatlands. This is second Tell week me about of beta, it. but I played. 
a very elite crew uh, versus a summoning master. Which uh, mine wasn't a summoning crew though, like Molly's. But I played, ended up playing Outcast with Mizaki for the mm-hmm. first time. That's cool. Uh, after playing Levy last week, I needed a break because new models hurt my brain. Also, <laughs> I found my a guy who I wanted to try as my crutch, my tannin replacement uh, in Outcast, which is Pride, one of the new uh, models. He is a lot like Tannen. He has manipulative. He has a attack, a once per turn attack that makes people want to discard or they take lots of damage. Uh, he has auras that give you slow or you have to discard a card. All sorts of fun stuff that makes it easy to get cards out of hand, which, as I've said yeah. before, Mizaki enjoys. Uh, oh my god, his wounded ego is after resolving. Anytime you flip a ram for a thing, they're taking damage or discarding. Yeah, that's really good. That didn't actually come up too much. I played against GT. He was playing Dreamer. Uh, he didn't get a ton of attacks off on Pride. I, the schemes and strats were kind of a big part of that. We played Headhunter, which meant that I could stick pretty close together with my crew uh, of big, strong enforcers and Mizaki. Uh, our scheme pool was Distract, Vendetta, Assassinate, which I took versus Dreamer, which I figured if anybody can do it, it'd be Mizaki. Uh, Frame for Murder, which I put on Big Jake, which I kind of think was a mistake just because I was playing so few models. But it comes up with part of my crew selection, which was definitely my biggest mistake. And Line and Sand, obviously. GT took Distract and Line and Sand. He announced Line and Sand. Distract, he, for some reason, brain-parted and was trying to deliver a message instead of distracting people. So on turn four, he leaped his silhouette over to Mizaki and distracted her. Uh, and, he but, was, and you were like, um, okay. <laughs> well, he immediately, re- he immediately realized it when he flipped it over. He was like, oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So distract and deliver the message for him are the same as uh, spring the trap and plenty spring the trap and yeah I mean I can get and I get that why people mess those sort of things up because you pick it at the beginning and you flip it over and you don't think about it and you're worried about 19 other things he's still pretty new with dreamer he's trying to figure out his summons which also came up in the game just let me go through my crew real quick I guess I had Mizaki with the hodgepodge emissary I wanted to try his her upgrade with him. I didn't really like it that much, mainly because it's a zero action that makes him discard a card, which he already has another one of, and he has an ability in the front that he wants to discard a card for, so it was like, the one turn I did all three, I was like, uh, I just discarded three cards for some pushes. This was not great. <laughs> Especially because he was playing Tannen, so I could have used those cards to discard for cheating. In order to cheat, yeah. Yeah, not that it came up. Uh, this game was really well went really well for me. Big part of that was his uh, lack of familiarity with Dreamer. On turn one, he summoned Capellius uh, and sent him off to do line in the sand stuff with the Silurid and his Insidious Madness, which he had. He started with he also uh, Cruz, 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 Cruz. I brought Mizaki, the emissary, Pride, Big Jake, who we talked about. The librarian, or a, no, a free corpse librarian, not the librarian. That's a different thing. 
and Killjoy. Killjoy was, I think, a big mistake because I didn't bring little stuff that wants that doesn't mind dying so much. Big Jake was my idea because he gets resummoned on turn five. I figured it'd be a cool little trick, but I didn't want him to die turn one for that. It's kind of a big investment for to get only two turns with the model. It ended up not being a big deal because I got I put frame for murder on him, which was you know so it kind of made sense. It means I was getting two points and Killjoy would pop out, and I got very lucky that GT got aggressive turn one with Teddy and just ran him up to Big Jake and killed him. Because if he hadn't, I would have been losing out a lot of AP from Killjoy, which is really good AP to have. So turn one, he he moved a bunch around. He out-activated me, and after he had, uh, on his last activation, he activated Teddy, killed Big Jake, uh, at which point Killjoy popped out and murder-faced Teddy. Nice. He, uh, I got the onslaught trigger at least once and just hit him like a truck, like Killjoy will. I mean, he's defense three, so it's pretty easy to hit him. What Killjoy does... Yeah, and that was excellent. Uh, after that, like I said, GT had a problem with his summoning turn two. He forgot to do his daydream to get an extra mask, so he kind of only he was only able to summon one thing instead of a bunch of stuff, which slowed him down a ton, giving me a huge advantage. Uh, let me push up and get uh, just start killing a lot of stuff with Mizaki and friends. A lot of daydreams and Alps. I took Assassinate versus Dreamer, mainly because GT I know prefers summoning, and he's not a he's not a big chompy guy. So I figured, and also it's kind of a weird one to take versus Dreamer, just because you have that they have that ability to get him off the table real easy, and put him away so you can't kill him. Right, but you were going for the Assassinate uh, so trigger, which doesn't give him the opportunity to get away. Uh, yeah, but it no, it, he can pass it off still. Okay. Well, his thing is defensive thing is he. Pass, I was saying that where he can summon Chompy out, and then you, you can't. You have to kill Chompy to get him to reappear. Oh yeah. Uh, so it's a lot of work to do that. But uh, he has his defensive trigger lets him hand off the attack basically that suffer the consequences of his uh, of the duel to a friendly nightmare within three. Mm. I took the advantage of that by just killing lots of Alps and Daydreams and any Nightmares on the table first and then going after Dreamer. Right on. Uh, I also dropped a bunch of scheme markers for Line in the Sand just to try and just like make him think I had Line in the Sand, which may or may not have worked. I didn't ask him about it after. So, <laughs> uh, Well, the, the Emissary has a zero action that lets him push and drop a scheme marker, so I was using that and sort of measuring and saying, oh, that's halfway, and then drop, you know, doing it that way. But really, I was just pushing around to grab head markers and then do a cast every turn. So, which his <laughs> is like range nine, and pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so that was my list. He, like I said, had Teddy in Insidious Madness, which died on turn two. Silurid, uh, Tannin. He summoned Capellius, a couple of stitched and Lilu at one point, and healed him up, so he got a lot of work there. We ended up calling it on turn four. On turn turn three, I ran in and managed to kill... I discarded a keeper on Mizaki, killed an Alp, 
and then attacked Dreamer twice, and he passed off Assassinate Triggers to Lilu and the other Alp. And then, I, oh no, that was, no, it was a Stitched, and, no, he can't pass, uh, yeah, he passed it off to a Stitch. Or I killed the Stitched, and then he passed it off to an Alp and Lilu too, so Dreamer was all alone with Tannen, and then Capellius and the Silver were too far away to do any good at that point. Uh, and then turn four, he had a very bad hand, like, ridiculously bad, and I got to activate first. So Mizaki just, uh, she didn't get to assassinate Dreamer because, I don't remember why, but I didn't need to because I just got tons and tons of damage on him. I had the Red Joker in hand, so I focused and hit him for positive and Red Jokered, and then hit him another time and he died. Nice. Because he didn't have anything. Off to, and that I was. Do love it when you kill that little kid. Wow. Yeah. So I got assassinate on turn four, and then we called the game because he had to go. Okay. It's a good game. Uh, like I said, he made that big mistake on turn two. I think my mistakes were mainly in crew selection. I'm still getting my head around the outcast models. Also thinking like I need to get some cheap outcast models because I think the lowest one I actually own costs six. Mm-hmm. Well, the, I mean, oh, the things that are lower than that are abominations. Yeah, we are doing those, I guess. Uh, yeah. Rats that turn into rat kings. Void wretches. Void wretches and desperate mercs. Yeah, so there's there's not a ton of options, but I should look into getting a few. You could more. also go after Ronin, I think, which are five. Or is it the free Corman? One of them is five. Yeah, there's some stuff, but I need to just... Look at that, I guess. I know that Look there was someone who was future. playing a tournament in Detroit who, uh, in one of his lists, took four rats who were who started out spaced far enough apart, and then that's how he burnt activations. One, mat, one rat would go, one rat would go, one rat would go. Then they turned yeah. into a rat king, which sacrificed itself. Then they turned into a rat and a um, yeah. rat catcher, and then the rat would go, and then the rat catcher would go. So you could potentially get, what is that, four, five, six, seven activations for whatever that is, eight points. Yeah. All you have to do is be prepared to have just a rat catcher and a rat at the end of the, at the, end of the whole thing. Yeah. Seems all right. There are worse things, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and the other one was the same thing, but with abominations, where you have ab enough abominations to turn them into a desolation engine, and then walk, walk, yeah. walk, fast, 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 just to burn the activations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and Leviticus doesn't care so much because he can just play every model. So. It's true. True fact. I could bring Necropunks. You can bring they Necropunks. They cost five and are amazing. And because for some reason Zoraida got hosed, he doesn't have to pay extra for them. So right, it did get hosts. That's true. I'm gonna pay that extra. Points. So is your last game uh, for the week the game with me, or did you play another one last yes. night? Yes. No, I didn't play another one. That was it. Then our final game was a co-game. It was uh, me playing Ten Thunders Mei Feng versus Alan playing Resurrectionists Nikodem. My list was Mei Feng with Seismic Claws, Thunderous Smash, and Vapormancy. Uh, Toshiro with Recall Training and Command the Graves. Um, recall Training? What? I That's did. Awesome. I didn't. I didn't use it, but I had it. <laughs> yeah. Two Monks of High River. One Komainu. 
and two beta characters. <laughs> one, of, one of which is named Sparks. He's a gremlin. Um, uh, 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 what's the name of the thing that they are? The mechanical oh, pork chop. No, I know the mechanical pork chop. It's the, the foundry. The, the foundry members, Which and means the they can hire them uh, regardless, regardless of faction. Ah, oh, so amazing. So yeah, Sparks. So you have... And then the mechanical pork chop is the other one. Who Sparks is and the hilarious. pork chop, yeah. Who are both great. Uh, Sparks is sort of, I guess, they're the the Gremlins version of I don't know Ramos. He's a, a, a <laughs> he's a construct making Gremlin, but by that he's got a one action that's called Metal Plate and means use a robot, uh, where he literally gives someone the construct condition and armor one until end of turn, uh, and is amazing. He's got a melee attack that does quite a bit of damage and potentially adds burning. He can uh, use scrap to cause people to have the fast condition. So there is some definite synergy in his playstyle. And bringing the mechanized pork chop, they would go together well, but the pork chop also has an ability that says after it walks it drops a scrap marker. So my plan was to have the mechanized pork chop just sort of walk once, drop a scrap marker, walk again, and then create two rail walking points for Mayfang yeah. to be able to jump up the field in one ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, also, Toshiro able to summon stuff. Oh, Toshiro can also summon uh, Komainu off of them. So yeah, that was the other thing. Was he wanted, I wanted to be able to summon Komainu, yeah. which are little uh, Ten Thunders constructs, which are great. What I want is I want a gremlin that I can hire that drops corpse markers when it walks. That would be even better. Uh, you could hire... You could hire a Bayou Gremlin. And just kill it. That takes Drunk and Reckless two times. On the second term, he's a corpse marker. Done and done. No, that's way too late. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I want it to just happen when it walks. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that was Rudy's list. Since Rudy's a jerk and he typed it up and didn't post it in our shared. <laughs> I've got your list here. You want me to read it for I'm you? Gonna, I'm gonna guess my list. It was Nikodem. Okay. Uh, he had Mwahaha and the other good ones. Undertaker, uh, Reaper's grin. Yep, that was it. And then I had the emissary with his Nikodem upgrade, which at the time was ridiculously broken. <laughs> and then uh, I had Sloth. Also very broken at the time, with Nicodem especially. Uh, so the Emissary's upgrade, just to go through it, was the, the, the meat of the issue was that uh, it had his ability to, when a non-mindless zombie was summoned, you could discard a card to summon a mindless zombie in base contact with the summon model, which with Nicodem is just silliness because... You need you have one corpse marker, which you then make into a model, which you make into another corpse marker with the model. So basically, you you need one corpse to get his stuff right. Whereas and normally, with Undertaker, you're drawing the card, so it's like I'm gonna yeah, draw a card. I'm gonna get yeah. my I'm gonna get my corpse marker. I'm gonna summon. I'm gonna discard a card to get a mindless yeah. zombie, but I have killed a mindless zombie, so I'll draw a card. And it was yeah, just like exactly. the only the only thing limiting his uh, like he didn't even bring. Mortimer. He brought one dog. No, who I just brought a dog one time. First and that was it. I had a crow. Threw it out there. 
once, and then I didn't have to worry about making any more corpses. So they have since toned that down significantly. It is now a card cycling thing, which is nice, but it's also, but it's you know, not nearly as uh, powerful. Yeah. Which is good. It you're going to be AP uh, to make the corpses to be able to summon mm-hmm. from Nicodem, which is which yeah. was his mm-hmm. limiting factor back in the day. Yeah, it's uh, it's still good. I mean, it's not a bad yeah bad model. I'm definitely gonna looking forward to trying it again. Pride. That's not the right model. I'm looking at the list from the other game because yeah, sloth. He had a ability at the time that let him give a model slow and heal three. So he could give a model the slow condition to heal that model three points, which with Nicodem is silly because he has a bubble of immunity to slow. So you basically got to take a zero action, no cast, no restriction, just heal your model three. It gains slow and immediately loses it. Uh, this is really good. was really good with summoning. They made it so now if you don't gain the slow condition because you're immune to it or you already have it, then you don't get healed. So you can't insta-heal your summons when they come out. You can't uh, just stand by Nicodem and get free healing. Or so. I mean, realistically, still they, a good could model. Still, they could still summon a model, mm-hmm. have it have slow, heal yeah. it at slow, walk it out of the bubble to heal it and then slow it. Like... Okay, so Nikonim summons a model. Mm-hmm. It it starts without slow. Yeah. Or it starts with yeah, it starts without slow. Uh, it activates, walks outside six. of the bubble, and then Sloth heals it and gives it slow and heals it. But well, and even then you can walk Nikodem up to get rid of slow at the beginning of the next turn. Like there are ways to do it, but it's not nearly as easy yeah, as it was. It's, yeah, when I, when I was doing it, it was just every turn was heal this model 3. And heal any model 3 within 6 inches. But now it's actually limited. If you want to do it, you can do it, but it's you, there's less shenanigans with it. Uh, I also took uh, Canon Remains. That was mainly for the corpse marker. I brought another beta model, the Forgotten Marshal, which is one of my favorites uh, by far. Really cool it's idea amazing. behind him. He's a death marshal who basically went out to train in, with necromatic arts so he could learn about it, and then never came back. He said, I like this way better. And uh, it's hanging out in the quarantine zone, studying uh, necromancy. Where did he you has, see that uh, Was that in uh, the... Justin um... talked about it on a podcast. Oh, okay. I think, or Joe said it, and... Maybe I shouldn't be repeating it. Anyway. I heard it on a podcast. Justin said it, not Joe. I'm sure it's fine. I'm just implying it. It sounds right. It sounds cool. If not, I will uh, go ahead it should it. be. I'm going to go ahead and trim that. Uh, all right. Just in case. I'm pretty sure I heard it on a podcast. Uh, on Fool's Daily, probably. Because Justin did an interview. Uh, so... Yeah, he has a really cool ability to, when he is killed, he uh, basically pops out a different model from inside of him. It's called Forgot That Was In There. Uh, yes, so you flip a card and on it gives you a random model. The big discussion about this is that people don't want to buy more models, but I'm like, you're playing Resers, you should just own every model that's <sighs> required. 
I already own all of them but the Gaki, so I'm not that worried about it. But I can understand what people are kind of like, I don't want to buy the University of Transmortis box. You should buy a Gaki, and you should buy a uh, Datsuba. And then you should run Spirit Mall. I already have Datsuba. What? Why do you have a Datsuba? Because uh, she's pretty cool. I need to get the models that go with her is the problem. And I found her at a 50% off bin. So. You want Arios and Gaki. Yeah. I need more stuff. More resers. Yay. No. <laughs> yeah, so then I also had... Ten more games. Yeah, I also have uh, a Flesh Construct. I'm pretty sure that was it. Yep, you were right. It was a pretty small list to start with, but it got much bigger. Got very big, very quickly. Turn one, I summoned a Hanged and a Punk Zombie, and then I summoned about two or three more Punk Zombies throughout the game. Um, a bunch of Mindless Zombies actually did some activating and moving oh, around Oh, you also had a crew again. Yes, I did. That was my other plan in case the dog failed to get me a corpse. Was to have you kill the crew again for points. Well, that's smart. For I totally a, did that. For a, yeah, for a corpse upfield. And I don't remember what our schemes and strats were, but it was uh, interference. Interference. I know I played... We both took the check territory and distract. Yeah. Yeah. So I got him to distract some stuff. No, he didn't distract anything. He just died. But none of our none of our schemes or strats had anything to do with killing anybody. No, they didn't. There was no option to have a killing. Yeah, there was no choice. It was an odd scheme pool. Uh, it was all scheme markers and interactions. So I don't know why I didn't bring Mortimer. That would have been way better. Because so I wanted the, to play with new toys. Yeah. So the game went about how uh, it, it, I don't think it went. It, it didn't go well for me. Uh, I felt like my my beta models did a really good job of what they wanted to come in and do. Like uh, because we were doing um, interference. interference, I wanted to try and get some extra models out and and sort of spread out. So I put my high rivers and my Saki or not my my Mayfang on one side of the table to sort of hold down that quarter and push down, and then I put. Yeah. My Mecha Pig, uh, Sparks, and Toshiro on the other to sort of move into his main force and try and create a, and try and out out Nico Nico. Uh, it did not work out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. and it, I mean it went really well, but the problem was is that he was able to he was able to summon two or I three times stuff turn. that was broke as hell. Actually broke as hell. Yeah, <laughs> he was able to summon two or three but times I mean, a turn. Without having to worry about literally, skill, without having to worry about changed. find corpses, so, and, and he the could ability heal to heal almost every time as well. So it's like I'm gonna bring in a model at nearly full health uh, that doesn't have slow, and then the fucking emissary who comes in and goes, "Oh, it's turn three. I scored two points for victory points. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and summon a, a, a yada yada. Uh, 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 it was a flesh yeah. construct." I'm going to go ahead and summon a Flesh at, Construct at full, full wounds, wounds, without slow, slow and, able to and he can interact. <laughs> Which they, the, oh that they cut off in the last part. So you come in at full wounds, but you are slow and can't interact. So we'll see if that's actually better. I mean, it's once per game, basically, unless you go to turn six. Unless you go to turn six, yeah. And then you can do it twice, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. It was. It felt. It felt ugly. Uh, I felt like yeah, I did a really good job of trying to keep up with that. <laughs> yeah, Mayfang, I felt like playing Molly versus Kaladi, basically. Yeah, 
Well, my first two, Except my first two turns, I had really good cards and really good flips, and then from then on, turns three, four, and five, it was like terrible cards, terrible flips, terrible hands. Yeah. Um, so that allowed you to keep up for a bit, and then when yeah. your cards, it was like, now it's good. over, straight up over. Yeah. Uh, so my, my high river monk will be down to try and punch that guy. Uh, he was terrifying. My high river monk will stay right the fuck where he is. <laughs> yeah, the hanged came over and did a bunch of work, and it was good. Distracting, I had distract on everything. It, yeah, it ended up being a really. It came down to it came down to I knew. End, but. Yeah. I knew that Alan was going to score full points. In fact, we, we streamed this on t- Twitch. If you watch the game, um, you, you know exactly what happened. But in the Twitch stream chat log, I remember uh, after I was out-activated in turn five, I started writing the future. I was like, so here's what's going to happen. Al's definitely getting ten points. I'm not going to be able to stop him at this point, and he's, just, he's got it locked in. Uh, I'm not going to score any more points for this, and I'm probably going to score... Uh, maybe one more point for that, unless he remembers and clears that. Oh, yep, you just cleared it. All right, now uh, if he can kill Toshiro, then I will not get any points for that, but it's probably easier just to swarm the tokens. Yeah, look, he's swarming the tokens, and okay, I won't get any points for that either. (laughs) Yeah, I just had Nicodem give all of my models fast, and they just ran up and said, hi, Toshiro. We're going to be standing next to you. Yeah. Essentially, since I, only had, we're awesome. since I only had Toshiro <laughs> left, he was the only person standing. Essentially, my yeah. my final gambit was Toshiro breaks away, drops a protect territory marker. Toshiro walks. Uh, you give him Toshiro fast. Gives, gets fast and armor and construct. Yeah. Walks, yeah. places a scheme marker, and then splits between the two scheme markers that are there, protecting them from being cleared and... Um, and it's hopefully nice bringing down some stuff. But you just had too many models that were too enough, fast. I had enough yeah. power that I could kill Sparks off so he wasn't blo- and your stuff that was blocking the way got killed and I just said, oh, all the rest of my models. It was, it was silliness. With, and with full health and double hard to wound and armor one, you weren't going to kill Toshi, but... No, I, I mean, I, I might have been like, able to. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a good <laughs> play and you saw, it was a good play and you saw the weakness like, of the play. And and you took advantage yeah. of it, so good job, well done. Anyway, yeah, it reminds me. My of what mistake I was, talking was to... agreeing to play a game against uh, beta resurrectionists. Yeah, specific, <laughs> after I explained it, I told you it was going to happen too beforehand. Like you knew I what know. was coming. Well, I just the thing. I need to play it before they. It's like it. I've always said, if you want to get something changed, the best way to do it is to show that it's broken and then report about it. It's like, it's like when Nicodem in in the very first beta wave one came out, and I was like. And Miles was playing Gremlins. I think he was playing Ophelia. And everyone's like, Ophelia is really powerful and good she and was. crazy. And I was like, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna test Nicodem because oh he's gosh. broken it. And I knew it. And I was like, yeah, his, because at that point, he still had the immunity to slow, but his models didn't take any wounds when he summoned them. And it was just super easy. And I was just like. Every turn, I was like, I'll summon a punk zombie and a flesh construct. <laughs> and then he'd like, and then be able just to kill the flesh construct and the zombie, but you could just summon him right back up. And crush you. <laughs> yeah, it was, every t- it was just ridiculous. And he's still wow. really good. This was in the rock, paper, scissors yeah. phase of our, of our gaming because your, your resers would always crush his, 
his um, his gremlins, but his gremlins would always crush my arcanists, but my arcanists would always crush your impressive. It was like this perfect triangle that it was always it was always one way. It was kind of nice. I love. I miss those days. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Somebody had to move to Portland. Anyway. <laughs> I said I was sorry. I never said I was sorry. There's, there's not enough craft beer in Michigan. You had to go to Oregon. Oregon? There wasn't enough craft Oregon. beer in Michigan. There's plenty. Anyway, anyway, let's talk about... Now on to our beer section of our podcast. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should do a podcast section called Malabeer. Yeah. Anyway. That's brown bag it into Flatlands. Except they would kick me out for sure. I would not have to brown bag it, but I would have to. I have to buy my beer from the facility that I'm in. I'm missing beer lafo this week. Anyway, uh, all right. So, any other thoughts about the game? My biggest mistake. It's it's one of those games where it's really hard to pick a mistake out. Yeah, I, one, I had sure. a game like that a while ago. And I don't have the notes. Just solid. Uh, let's see. I think probably was yeah. I summoned uh, I summoned a uh, Ashigaru into your area and you dealt with him handily. I think that if I would have suggested anything for you, it would have been trying to make your emissary a little more offensive. He he yeah. sort of spent time waffling back and forth between the bottom left and the bottom right quarter. He spent a lot of time moving. Um, you mean getting full points for the strategy? <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, uh, the, I I think the if anything was deploying the way I did, I made it really easy for you to deny me points, and I had to do that. If I had deployed a little better, or a little more power on the other side, then I wouldn't have had to do that. I yeah. think so. That would be my vision. It was deploying in a more too lopsided. I felt like I was gonna be able to push up faster. I think and get yeah. onto your side, but. Uh, with the Shiro summoning, and your guys are were pretty tough to take down. Combined with uh, armor and hard to wound, yeah. pretty great. Yeah, so I think that was my, definitely the mistake was the deployment on the left flank there, my left mm -hmm. flank. But yeah, it was a good game. Uh, all those models got revised, so well, all your models got revised. Again. Neither of mine did. Yeah, that's because <laughs> they uh, were just perfectly fine. Apparently. And no one plays criminals anyway, so because <laughs> they're not a real faction. Uh, unless, see. unless they get, unless they're doing it for charity. <laughs> I assume that everyone who plays criminals is doing it because someone's paying a charity for them. All right. So the one thing that did get added was metal plating. Uh, had a, didn't have a resist, and it said any target. So if you had the card, you could make your enemy <laughs> a construct. <laughs> And in Ten Thunders, it's like, I'm going to turn you into a construct. And then Kang was there. And then Johan was there. And then Taylor yeah. was there. <laughs> Those are outcast models. Really. But they're all mercenaries. That's true. That would be pretty good. Anyway. But Any, now it's got a resistance. So that was our so. games. I played three games. I don't remember if I did math already, but... I'm at like 55-ish percent, 54. Mm. I played two games, um, one with Kaladi, who won't actually count to my overall score because I was already at 5 out of 5 with him, and one with uh, May, who puts me at three games played with uh, minimum with all Arcanists, 
which is seven to go with the Arcanists and seventy-two percent overall. I'm getting there. I'm almost three quarters of the way there. Yeah. Like if I play two nice. games this week, I'll be at three quarters. I'm not gonna play any games this week. I'm missing this week. <laughs> yep. I have a friend's coming in from out of town. Oh no. Games, but. Oh yeah. I got you. Okay. What did I play next week? Last week. Mm. Leviticus, right? I already marked that one. All right, yeah. So that was the abbreviated math portion of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, we should what? get a, a jingle for math. Can I, I need to find math, one. Math, math, math. Yeah. Okay. But we're gonna find a good one though. All yeah, right. that's fine. <laughs> what are you trying to uh, say, so, Alan? Ooh, any other? Maybe we should just do like one faction. Are you going to uh, go through with your plans to go into Resurrectionists with Molly? Or are you switching your mind up? I Because of the beta. Because like, that's what I'm well, doing. That's the thing. The beta, the beta has me wanting to try out Mayfang with Sparks in Arcanists. Like, I think that if I had a silent one backing up Sparks and a pig, they would have been so much harder to kill. Because the mecha pig becomes sort of the spear point... Are really and, good. Hmm? Yeah. The silent ones are really drop heels on the pigs, and the sparks gives the pig fast and extra armor. Um, so that's a nice little, you know, 15, 16 point hammer that just is hard to yeah. get past. Um, but Molly is my Molly is my character who I have one. He's she's the only thing I have less than three games, less than two games played. We've got some twos in yeah. the guild. Everything else is threes. But Molly is my final one, my last thing with one game played. Um, and well, we just talked who, about Molly too, though. Yeah, that's the other thing. We did just talk about her. So, but yeah. So I may. I may go into Molly and figure out how I want to go into these resurrectionist things. Sloth, of course, is great, but now that you have to wait until they're actually not slow in order to heal them, and that's by giving them slow. Well, you could heal other stuff. It's true. Like, I could heal a model, and then I could give it uh, an action to offset that, or give them a reactivate to offset that. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Or, yeah, it's a lot of options. Yeah, I mean, also just making stuff like it was fan. The ability to heal with the Necropunk was worth it alone because they're hard to kill. So you get them down to one when I heal them. You have to hit them two more times at the minimum to kill them. You know, from four is, wounds. So problem is, is, I don't own Necropunks. I don't own bells. Not Necropunks. Punk zombies. I own some punks. That zombies. is a huge problem. I could mail you some. No, you're bells. right. I don't own punk zombies. I don't own bells. I don't own. Uh, that other ones that are really good. I own some Necropunks, but I don't own Punk Zombies. And I don't own mm, Doxies. I don't own Dead Doxies. So, yeah. like, the three big things... You should things probably get those for Molly. Yeah, I probably should. But I don't have any money right now. Or just <laughs> test them. Or just proxy them. Proxy them, yeah. I could proxy them with Doxies. Metal Rotten Bells. It'll be fine. All right. Which you have to message me your address later. I have them in a box, and I don't... Look Lord knows I don't need more models. Hey, I'll take them. Oh, They're in rough shape, though. That's okay. <laughs> yep. It'll all be right. all right. Uh, yeah, so yes, I'm thinking about moving in. 
to Molly, but the beta test wants me playing uh, my Arcanists a little bit. There's nothing in the... That's the fun thing about... Yeah. Sorry, I think this is the fun thing about beta tests, is that it, like, it really shows you what faction you really love. That's true. When I downloaded it. What file did you click on first when you opened, when you unzipped the file? And... Probably Arcanists. Yep, and I definitely clicked on maybe, first. Maybe Neverborn. <laughs> it might have been Neverborn. Yeah. Well, everybody likes Neverborn. They always have the filth, so it's always fun to read them first. That's true. <laughs> I think I think I listened to the podcast that Justin did with the Fool's Daily before I opened it, so I had a little bit of a preview. Oh, yeah. I think it was Resident and Ten Thunders were the first ones I looked at, actually. The, the stuff in the guild, like uh, Sanctuary Spellcaster, has some interesting <laughs> stuff, but it doesn't look like my kind of play. It looks like a Sonya model. Yeah. The Mounted I Guard are actually... interesting, but they're kind of expensive for minions. I, I really haven't cool. opened the guild file. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. Actually, I did just to look at the uh, Boondoggle guy. Master Kui's interesting because he's uh, he's a guardsman and a black sheep, so you can take him in Ten Thunders or in um, Neverborn through Lucas and Lucius. Uh, yeah, he's got some interesting stuff. But Ooh, Lucius, what? Master Kui, he's a guardsman. He's a guardsman, so you can drag him into the. Is he good with Neverborn? Uh, he's got an ability called Welcome to Hell and I'm Your Devil. Which, uh, until the that end of turn, nice. friendly models within six may take a one action as a zero action instead. Or interact, one action interacts as zeros instead. So he's good for increasing scheme marker shenanigans. Yep. Um, and he's got nice on his whip. He's got a whip. Yeah. Why is his whip on two inches? He's also got put fear in him. After completing a walk action, this model may target a friendly minion within six and L's. As the target must pass the target number 12 horde duel to take a zero action. So it's like the zero action Ooh. version of that's like, um, um, that's pretty commanding cool. presence. Which mm-hmm. either turns into welcome to hell, I'm your devil to give out zero actions for interacts, or if you've got a model that's got a particularly good interact, or a particularly good wow. zero action, you, you they, they can take it. Yeah. So yeah, he's pretty he's pretty decent. He's kind of a jerk. Thrown in the way <laughs> when this model suffers. And I don't like it. Yeah. You may reduce it to zero wounds, but sacrifice a friendly minion within six. It can hit people to push. Oh, it sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. He's cool. All right, I found one guild model that I might play as Neverborn. He's dual faction, or is he? No, he's not dual faction. He's not. You need to be either uh, Lucius, Lucius, or Lucas to be able to drag him out of the guild. Ooh, there's another. That's a horse guy, though. Not yeah, the mounted guards. They're all horse guys, but Are we it's, talking a, about it's a melee horse guy, which is kind of cool. Okay, anyway, Whoa. does he have a lance? No, a saber. That'd be really weird and out of place in Malifaux. Way out of place, yeah. It's like in a, it's an armor. So what's your plan then? Are you going to stick with uh, the the Nicodem? Or are you going to try and finish uh, off Masaki? Nah. I'm having too much fun with Masaki to finish that. I'm definitely leaning towards playing Rezzers more. Just for the uh, beta? Yeah. Because you got, what, and I could f- like four games with Nico and... Yeah, I have and three with Yanlo and three with McMorning. 
And that's okay. it. Or either that, or I'm going to. Uh, I was actually just ta- thinking about that earlier. Was whether or not I want to just get Arcanists done and not worry about them anymore. But and that's what. Uh, I have like six games left. Yeah, I have a couple with Colette and and like six with Karis. So. Mm. Eight games, which is still a lot of games. That's actually only two less games than you need to finish off Resers. Yes. You need like ten to finish off Resers from what I'm hearing. Yeah, yep. Very true. Hmm. (laughs) Last to think about. Or I could just start playing Neverborn. Uh, do you want to talk about what is your what what you're looking forward to playing in the beta, or what you want to come out from the beta the mostest? What model I like the most in the beta? Yeah, like things things that surprised you, things that you're excited about. Um, I definitely the Forgotten Marshal. Mm. He's he's just sounds amazing. Can't wait to see art. Uh, for it, that's one thing I love about. Oh, I'm, I'm, I want to the art for the beta, just because everything sounds really cool. The Nephilim guy, I want to take a look at for, for Rezzers. Uh, I was at a Rezzers. There was the Ten Thunder ones. I always have a weird time with Ten Thunder stuff. Like, I feel like I like the aesthetic, and then I buy them and put them together, and I don't like them as much. Oddly, I don't know what that's about. The Leap guy sounds really cool for them. They have a wandering river monk who has Leap. Yes, that looks very On a six, he gets to move his charge, uh, which is really cool. He costs and his, seven. And his charge is seven. Yeah. So he's, he's got butterfly seven. jump, just like the, the Ice Dancer, which says when you're targeted by a melee, you can discard a card to push, and if you're yeah. no longer legal... You are no longer the uh, in the. Uh, it's it's non melee though. It's only shots like uh, shots and casts. It's still cool. Oh, it's non melee. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's the opposite. It's still good. Uh, they have the cool vampire chick, girl Gumo. Yeah. Jo- you didn't jo- know that one. Gumo. No. Gumo. Yeah. Hard to wound. Hard to kill. Eat your fill. So when you kill an enemy model, you can heal all damage, and at its activation, it has. It's a nine soul stone minion. Yeah, that's Costs a little bit hanged. It's got a three inch melee with charge six, with an entrap to so push it into base contact, and then a zero action melee at one inch to let you bite them, ignoring armor. If you kill somebody, uh, and you yeah. give them poison. And it has Wander the Earth, so it can push if it needs to get in Dude, place for a charge. Dude, Bruma is going to be so good in a um, uh, 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 Brewmaster. Another poison. I think yeah. that the... the uh, cast five... Plus pushes. Plus has the entrap push. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great damage, but we'll see. That's why I have beta tests. Maybe I'll maybe I'll proxy her up and play her. Not bad, yeah. The Obsidian Oni looks cool. It's got burning stuff and it's got explosive stuff and it's relatively cheap. Six six soulstone minion for the Mayfang. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
And it's got a zero yeah, I need to look Yeah. One of the things I need to look at more is the upgrades for uh, the emissaries, just because there's so many of them. I need to like actually sit down and read the ones for all my masters. Mizaki's one, one I was a little disappointed in. <laughs> the Mayfang one also drops a, gives it a zero action to drop a, ski, uh, a scrap marker. So if you played the Mayfang with the pig and sparks and the emissary with that upgrade, you could drop two scraps per turn and potentially summon two Komainu per turn. Cool. You have the cards and the stones and wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. Or you could just use them. And I think if the if the emissary drops one, uh, she gets like plus six casting to when she targets it. So it's like insta Railwalker. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so those I mean those are the main ones I'm looking at. The Outcast, I've played two games with Big Jake. He's fun. I like the idea. Uh, he should be on a forty. He wasn't excellent in, in either. Yeah, he needs to be on a bigger base, and or he needs to be tiny. As oh, like, that's true. You know, he could like be in like itty 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 bitty, and then they call him Big Jake. What do you call him Big Jake? Wouldn't you, Wouldn't you like to know? Uh, yep. I'm just imagining a, a mouse-sized person with a giant tomahawk. <laughs> no, he sounds cool. Uh, t t t the 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 band, which is going to be fun. The Boondoggle. Yeah, that is that is probably the thing that I am most excited about. Is this is this cross faction? What I can only imagine is like a heavy metal band, thing, or like a blues band, or something. Like there are so many musical references in these. Like Wrath's, yeah. Wrath's personal upgrade that he got in the second week was called Crossroads, which is all about you know the the crossroads where what's his name goes to sell his soul so he can learn to play guitar and ah it's just so yeah. good. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot of cool references in there and they look they're, they're going to be really solid to play. Uh, it's going to be fun to be able to play models from every faction. I can't wait. That's another one. It's like I can keep saying it, but. Please show us art. Cause yes, it's art is great. Well, they do have preview Mondays now, so if we're going to get stuff, it'll be on Mondays. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine we're going to see models for a lot of this stuff for a while, unless, yeah. like, they come out with, like, a nightmare box of these guys, which oh, would be... Oh, God. If the, if the Boondoggles are next year, Gen Con's uh, nightmare set, I don't know what I'm going to do. Besides, yeah, bio. that would be insane. I would imagine the emissaries the only, are more likely. To I come feel out. like that's the only way that they're going to be able to package this. They're either going to package them as one big band, or they're yeah, going I, to sell them individually. I can't. I can't imagine. I. I don't think they're going to sell them individually. I wouldn't. I would be surprised. It would be silly. But when the art, maybe, the yeah. box art. You know what? Maybe this is the next University of Transmortis set. Sort like of thing. The, the yeah. one that is the one that is sort of more themed than it is, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I'm also really excited about a lot of the stuff that the Arcanists have coming out. Um, mostly the Arcan emissary is okay. The art for it's pretty alright. Um, oh yeah, but, that was one we did see. But the Ice Dancer is a showgirl with frozen heart, so she works well with both Raspy and Colette. Mm -hmm. uh, and the and the wind gammon is a uh, a four soul stone construct that has zero action leap. Uh, they need a five of masks or yeah. better. Yeah, they don't and have they, the suit, but still. and they also and they're 
their charge is only five, which is maybe a little sad, but you can move five inches for a zero. Um, but they have this ability that says when they're killed, you bury it, and then when they're buried, they can, you can sacrifice them and push a model five inches. So it's like even when they die, they they give you a little they give you a little rush of speed, which I like. That's pretty cool. That's a fun little thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess how you know I, I'm not really a true archivist. I didn't actually. I don't think I read them too clearly. I just yeah. scanned them. You know, but I've I've owned masters from every faction, so I got to pick my favorites. I think this. I think the fact that all the Boondoggle Sevens are tormented makes me a little wary about Nervous. Jack. Well, the the thing is, <laughs> yeah. that, like, well. this is the conversation you had, right? The the you play oh, yeah. things with Jack Daw, and it's like, how do you make them good in their own right and not completely break Jack Daw? Yeah, it was after my game last week. I haven't. I was. I haven't really taken too close a look at all of them. I looked at Sloth and at pride because I played him today, but I have looked at just how much they changed over the week, but it is going to be interesting to see if they can be, because Jackdaw, with the Tormented, he can boost their aura ranges and really just cause some craziness, and it's going to be a, a bit of a slog, I think, to get him right with them Yeah. at a point where people will still want to play them individually, but if they bring them with him, it's not going to be just like yeah, not fun. Because the game like, I played, you have, to, you have to balance them so that you have to balance them so that Wrath with all of the band plays well. All of them play well individually, and Jack Daw plays well with whichever one he wants to grab uh, on a given day. And that's going to be a really interesting juggling act. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, there might be a little. I don't know. It's it's. I mean, they got it. Hopefully, sure. it turns out all right. Yep, we got four or more weeks, right? I don't know. Five this is week weeks. two, so I'm guessing we'll probably get into week seven, like the last one. They'll probably release final wave at some point in time, right? I think we'll probably do what they did last time, where they finished it and they did a few more weeks, and then they posted like the final versions. Also, we didn't see the. I think they they're gonna throw in the um. The new box, the new uh, starter set box models. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we know they're not the power in there? Because I've played with them, so I, oh. I know they're not. <laughs> uh, Joe brought them up, and we did some little tests with them. Nice. They're fun. I think that's another one they've talked about on a podcast, but I'm not sure, so yeah, I'm not going to actually... Yeah, I've Something about um, uh, uh, a psychotherapy crew for the guild... Yeah, um, and, and uh, it's the witchling makers, the people who make witchlings, I think, is the idea. And then there's and then a there's the uh, Tuco style uh, turned human nephilim. There's a yeah, the turned human assassin nephilim, and oh, that sounds so exciting. Other stuff, yeah, they they sound they they were pretty cool. I mean, it's only three models, three three uh, characters, so a henchman, an enforcer, and a minion. Two minions, but either the same minion. So you get four models in the box, but two of them are the same. So, huh. or you get eight models. You know, there you the, go, there you go, there you go. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Anyway, two of them will see those in the beta. If not, I think the thing about those was they they because 
of, uh, uh, you know, they're for the starter set. They're obviously not the most complicated models, so I'm sure that they don't need as much testing as some other things. Sure, yeah. Like the emissaries and new abilities and stuff, such. Whereas these guys are more like, I have a melee attack and a zero action. You know? Well, and the emissaries, like the emissaries, are weird way of trying to say, look, we are not going to be able to do. We're 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 pumping the brakes on balanced avatars. Um, well, and just not having thirty nine avatars. Yeah, yeah. For for storage stock, I I was talking to my local gaming store uh, employee, and he was. And I was sort of like saying, oh, yeah, they cut it. And it's like, yeah, I could see why they wouldn't want to make 39 different avatar models. Right. You know, and try and sell them. Because that's just a ton of models. And, and you know, you're only appealing to people who own that master. And then you're only... And that's only if they are interested in avatars. You know, yeah. so that's a lot of work yeah, and the, a lot of money. They're, and they're big, expensive models. They're not going to be... The posted just... Bucks. Yeah, if you want a clear explanation. It's like, look, yeah. you can, we, can, we can make these models, and you can spend them. And because of the size and centerpieciness of them, they're going to probably be 50 or $60 a piece. And then you're going to have to buy them awesome. per master, and then you're going to have to take them occasionally because they don't, they're certainly not auto-includes. So you can either pay $60 to play this thing one in every 20 games, presuming you play multiple masters, or you can buy a new crew box. We'd much prefer you buy a new crew box. Especially one in dual faction, so that then you yeah. need to buy models from that faction. And then you need to buy a crew box. And Lord help you if it's Ten Thunders, because then you're going to own every faction, like I do. Or me. What an idiot. I don't own Gremlins yet, but I'm certainly going to get in. I'm going to I'm gonna go in for uh, these... <laughs> I'm going to go in for these um, Foundry models, because they are fantastic. Yeah, definitely. That might I be my favorite two masters model. in every faction. I figured what? that one out. Who's, oh, because it's right. two masters in every faction. Yep. I kind of want to feel it. I kind of want to feel it, and I kind of want Brewmaster. I, yeah. That would be my two in... in. Really is one of those ones where I want her, because I want all of her other models. Yeah. More than her. Yeah. Same thing with, like, like Perdita. Uh, Hoffman. I don't want Perdita or any of her models because they're all guild. Yeah, but that's the reason I got the Perdita boxes because I wanted Francisco yeah. and Santiago and. Mhm. Anywho, we should. Uh, yeah, let's wrap sign it up. off. I guess. I think yeah. that's it. This is a good one. We could short. talk about uh, models for longer. Or we also we also I... want to talk about. Bye. That's it. Click. <laughs> if you want to reach me, I'm at Shubak R, um, S C H U E P B A C H R uh, on the on the tweets. Uh, Alan is at Al forty three seventeen, and then you can also email us at uh, mwmpodcasts at gmail.com or tweet us at at mwmpodcasts. Podcast. Oh God, that's a mouthful. You can tweet us at. At well, it's only one at. There's, you don't do two ats. Except that the at is part of the... This is where the music is going to start fitting up to. Except that you, can, no. you want the at... What? No? No, it's, that's the point, is that it replaces the at, man. 
No, but that's the thing is that you, the at is part of the name now. It's at no, NWM podcast, no. so we're. Yeah, I appreciate you don't say the at there. Is that like saying ATM machine? Automatic teller machine. Machine. If yeah, you, you say, you say, if you say ATM machine, you're a double machine. I don't say ATM machine. When I was a child, my mom dropped fables and stories to warn me of the dangers that were laying before me. To keep it interesting, she would hide the lesson. To guide my direction, provide the right message. In time, I developed a sense of her embellishments. Hence, I was rebellious against what she was telling me. When I was a teen, I pretended that my demons were friends. I defended the place. Yo, and that was the case. Slurred speech tripping off of my face. The world creeped as I slipped to the awfulest place you could imagine. Not the average things you see on acid. My granddad bloody hovering on a speaker cabinet laughing in a raspy tone covered in maggots a snack on his mass of the bone i couldn't grasp it did it double dismount